Welcome to Random Side Note. 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 Yo, welcome back to another random episode of Random Side Note. I'm your boy Dre here with some of the Rando gang. We still have D on vacation this week. We have another outstanding person to join us in the conversation. See, Mike, I'm already being nice. But we're going to, before we talk about us, we're going to let Akeem introduce Mike to... It won't last uh, long, Mike. This week I got my boy Mike and we about to have some fun because last week was a little one-sided. Um, so we're going to balance it out. You don't have to throw shade on my girl, be like that. Let's lighten the mood a little bit. Let, let's let Mike tell us a little bit about himself because Akeem is on another one today. Pretty show sure he was already on it and he's still on it. So we go uh, thanks, yeah. thanks for inviting me. I'm glad. What's up, uh, Pockets World? Mike's in Seattle. And I'm just here to have a good time, man. I'm a new new transplant from uh, into Seattle by way of Mississippi. So, you know, I rep Mississippi, you know, all day, every day. So, man, but I'm, I'm here to have a good time. Leave y'all for the folks alone. I know. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all have it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he said Mississippi. Yeah. All right. All right. Mississippi. So, but for real though, how was y'all's Christmas? Um, let me go ahead and publicly apologize for the people who sent me Christmas text messages that I did not respond to. Uh, personally, <laughs> trying to spend family time. Some of you I wasn't trying to talk to though. All righty then. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, mine was pretty Different. good. Um, it was nice to be in Florida again. Um, and kick it with the fam. I spent a lot of quality time with my niece. Who these kids have energy making dance videos and and pretend YouTube channels and whatnot. It was fun. Yeah, I saw that video with you and your niece. That was really really nice of you to do that. <laughs> and Mike, you said it was different. Um, why did you say? Yeah, it was different. Um, I mean, my uh, my immediate fun. We all started on the out of caution and we stayed away from each other for the entire holiday and so we just facetime and uh you know zoom with family so it was real um real small you know we we have a new baby in the family so we wanted to be, make sure everyone's safe so that uh, a couple months from now we can get together with no problems but um, i'm looking forward to seeing all my family all my friends again man i just I ho- hopefully next next uh, christmas won't be like this christmas yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I, I, I did the same, um, just a virtual Christmas. So, real question, have you gone to see AB yet? I haven't. <laughs> I haven't gone to see AB, but AB will Akeem be here. He made sure he was going to revisit this topic. AB is here. Ready. Until the third, right, AB? To the second. <laughs> so, I have plenty of time to go see AB. Oh, she was with her family. What about you, Nikki? How was your holiday? <laughs> My holiday was great. You know, still on vacation. Woo, woo. I go back to work tomorrow. I don't care. It's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Y'all look all interested right now. Uh, we, I don't we care. Are. We, we, we are. But, but guess what? I don't care. Cause <laughs> but it was good. It was good, though. 
Well, what you get for Christmas, baby girl? Because I know you said if you had 20 <laughs> gifts under the Christmas tree <laughs> in one year, you need to have 23 <laughs> the next year. Baby girl, talk to us. What you got, baby girl? <laughs> I got me a new car. <laughs> a 2021 Toyota Corolla. Okay. All right, all right. Yes, for the new wheels, she bought about here the other day. I saw them. You gonna do the, you gonna do the proper folder thing and put some, put some twenty fours on that thing. Hey. On that oh, thing. See, oh, so you, oh, so you gonna continue to call for Florida, okay? <laughs> no one has spinners in Florida anymore. Exactly. I, I did see some of them. Man, I, I don't, I don't I believe mean, you. I, I mean, really feel like niggas in Miami are really rolling around. Tell Flex that. No. I bet they, I, I can guarantee you they not from Florida. Maybe I bet they call look nice. I bet it. Nobody has spinners in Florida. Got a couple of M&M cars rolling. They're going to be like, they're going to be like, I'm from Hialeah, I'm from Opelika. <laughs> you know, they're going to get it. Florida, Florida don't do that no more, honey. Show me different. Like, if somebody has like a dunk and it's like all decorated, it's like a play play car. Define dunk for the people. I don't oh know. gosh! I don't have to show you a picture. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's a dog? So who don't know what a dog is? I know the dog is. Drake I mean, thinking about a butt. <laughs> I, know, I know what a dog is. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, see, I like Mike. I like Mike from Seattle. See, he he gets me too. See. So you was thinking butt? That's the only uh, dog so I know. She's talking about like <laughs> an old, <laughs> a old, a old Chevy Caprice. Oh, twenty twos, gold rims, tinted windows. It might have a hydraulics kit to the system. That is a dump. Perfectly, but ain't no red. spinners, be. You have experience, Akeem. I mean, being from being from Florida. I mean, being from Georgia. Who's God? Don't say that again. Wow. Uh, uh, no, I'm not that Wait a minute. My friends like to joke that I'm from Florida because that Austin is so close to Florida. Oh, but it is. being that I'm being that I'm from Georgia, we too share some, some. Floridian Never. culture. Especially, especially South Georgia and North Florida. You that's just one one big place. I know you lived there. I did. You're from there. <laughs> 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 I lived there five years. I did. Anyway, on to the sticky news of the week. Um, did y'all get superpowers on Monday? <laughs> yeah. I woke up with the power today to finish you. <laughs> did you just, oh, that's your superpower? I'm going to need you to get a recharge, okay? Uh, it, so they call it the Negro Celsius. Wow. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> they, um, they call it the Negro Solstice. Um, you know, they could, some people were calling the Christmas star when Jupiter and Saturn were up in the sky. The Christmas star, bright, the great conjun- conjunction. And so you're supposed to wake up with some superpowers, um, the Negroes. I, so, I've, I've been really wondering all month, who started that? Oh, I know why. who started it. Who started Because uh-huh. <laughs> I really was trying to figure out all, like, where did this come from? So on December 5th, a uh, Twitter user by the name of at Ari Rose tweeted, just wondering what be what would be the benefit of the government modifying everyone's genetic code? And then at 
Lottie Dot responded, as black people, genetically, we are stronger and smarter than everyone else. We are more creative. On December 21st, our real DNA will be unlocked and majority will be able to do things that we thought were fiction. Learn who you are as a people. They want to make us average. And that's how the whole excuse me i want to know why shit like that can get retweeted and i can't get retweeted on twitter like how does something like that that sounds like something out of a fantasy great right? that sounds like luke <laughs> it's fun man i mean when i when i saw it on twitter man the memes were endless like they were quoted on espn and the news network man it was endless it was a hodgepodge of fun, but the, I guess my did anybody actually went, go outside and look at the sky? I, uh, my, I did. My, my leasing office closed early that day to go look at the Christmas star. <laughs> I, <can't lie. laughs> no. I, I remember. I remember on the last eclipse a couple of years ago in, in the daytime. I remember I went outside and, and took a look at it, but I didn't. I didn't, I didn't make it outside. Uh, I know this is in the middle of the night or something like that. I um I actually saw it. They had like pictures of it on the news while I was like sitting at the computer working. Um, All I want to <laughs> know is, did somebody really wake up with superpowers? I woke up with superpowers. I told uh-huh. him He told you what his was, but they weren't. They're not so great right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, when he told you to recharge, I didn't think that it was. No. Actually- I said finish him. I didn't. I said finish. I didn't say win every battle. Uh, oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> In other news, Trump has fucked up everything this week. Um, all from the stimulus check. Can um, you name a week that he hasn't done that? But keep going. No, but I think these are like this week. He he got at least five things he's done. He's done wrong. The stimulus check, where both the House and the Senate passed. I know it was six hundred dollars, but it was six hundred dollars more than you had. So, uh, but then he vetoed it. Um, he vetoed the defense bill. Um, he went golfing in Florida in the midst of the coronavirus people. And where? <laughs> so we start off in where? But he's not from Florida. Then, Get the fuck and, out of here. <laughs> he votes in, <laughs> in Florida, yes. And then he parted Michael Flynn, but, Paul Manafort, Charles Kushner. Ollie family. I don't I do not understand. This is the epitome of white privilege in your face. In your face. And like still people choose to promote him vote for him and I like try to defend him. It's beyond crazy to me. Like it's yeah. inhuman. So, I mean, just think about it. What he did essentially was a war crime. Like these people did were, were convicted of war crime, basically when their little scheme mm-hmm. against Russia with Russia. And so his base who are highly patriotic, who, mm-hmm. you know, the, the service members, but they vote, they vote for him yeah. who is against their same core values. I just don't, I, I, I don't see it. I'm kidding. Yeah, he pardoned four guys, four Marines last week that were uh, convicted of killing Afghani citizens, you know, and he just wiped, wiped his slate clean. And, you know, this is the country where, you know, we feel like, you know, the U.S. is the top, man. Everything else doesn't matter. Nothing outside of these borders matter. And 
you know, it, the flag over everything. But when you have people flying, you know, the Confederate flag all day, every day, like, oh, but that's not history. I mean, these people don't care, man. It, it, whatever can whatever can put money in their pockets, whatever can make them feel better about themselves, as long as there's somebody uh, lower on the picking order than them, that's it. And that's all that, that's all that matters. <laughs> and even Donald Trump, man, Donald Trump has no loyalty to anybody. Like, he pretty much killed this bill for $600 because he told them he want $2,000 for everybody. $2,000. Uh, I'm ready to see. I want to see Mitch move. I want to see Mitch move. Not a Republicans got to either take this bill and give everybody $2,000 or be responsible for the for, for killing it. They're not going to give anybody no money. So tomorrow is the deadline when they're going to vote, and it's going to be super interesting. Trump is all in it for himself. He's trying to accumulate as much money, wealth, and power. He guaranteed he's guarantee you he's going to try to pardon himself before he leaves office. It's, it's going to... It's gonna be crazy. Like if you thought if you thought this week was crazy, oh, just wait. And we still got a few more weeks of him too. Yeah, but yeah, I, I they better put him in jail before he try to run again in twenty twenty four. That's that's gonna be the hell because then we're gonna have to hope Biden can show something in his first term so that everybody will go well, back and vote for him. Biden is a one term president. He's a transitional president. I agree. I don't even think. <laughs> I already said he only wanted one second. I don't even think he's gonna be in the Yes, Nikki. Yes. <laughs> so we good. I'm good with my girl Marlo. I think he gonna get. I think he gonna give her the presidency in like two years. I don't think he gonna. Well, I don't. I I didn't even take him to, to live that long because he looked like he about to quote right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what Dre. That's what Dre wanted to say. I just no Biden. I love you. You know what I'm saying. But I, I'm just saying. I'm, but I'd be like, can they at least let him read the speeches before they put it on the teleprompter? Because he'd be like, he'd be like stumbling. <laughs> he'd be like, no, no, no. I was like, he ain't even looked at this speech. At least Trump yeah. has. That's that. That's that narcolepsy setting in. Man, <laughs> why you doing that? Why you doing that? Why you perpetuating the commercial? I'm still looking at the commercial, sis. Stop traumatizing me, sending me into PTSD. Sleepy, what he call it? Sleepy Joe Biden. That's what he call it. I have got multiple text messages today. We don't have to send me into PTSD. Okay. I just start putting stop yeah. texting me, and they stop. All of them don't say that, so I don't want to text somebody personal phone back. Like that's weird. Where they need to stop texting my personal like, phone. They'd be like, hi, I'm Jasmine <laughs> with whatever campaign they win. And I'd be like, well, Bye, like, now Jasmine. I, get, I get Republicans ones too. I was like, y'all know. Now y'all know Republicans ain't, ain't on their phones like this. They got their private secret functions. I responded and said, I don't live there. No more, so stop texting me. There's something wrong with that yeah. I'm just praying for the best, man. I'm praying. I'm. I like to be optimistic, man. I'm praying for the best. I'm praying that we can get through this because I don't think this country can handle another four years of Donald Trump or another, you know, Bush v. Gore controversy with an election or a president passing away. That that you talking about unprecedented territory where this country is all nineteen states already. Like we're we're trying to secede from the union. Like I'm out. I'm out of here. What are we talking about? I'm, like, I'm going to I'm going to South Africa or I'm going to somewhere. Uh, I might I might consider Nigeria, this, but I'm going to California. No, because that, that's the Republic gonna be like of California. Cali- 
the Republicans <laughs> of California is going to be like the last stronghold. Where I just feel like the, it, I don't want to be here for none of the ignorance. I'm not going to tolerate none of that. Mm. He could he could have chosen a, a black uh, lady to replace her. Like, he, uh, uh-uh. we're not going to do that because politics, why? I, man. We're, look, now we're going to get into this because why not the Latino? Why not? But she was the only black mm. woman in Senate. But she technically still in Senate. But at the same time, like we can, we as black technically cannot, we cannot keep saying that other people have to be represented too. Other and so people why can not? be represented. Other people so can't be represented, but but his win, his win is entirely on the back of black women. Period. Full period. Stop. There's no there's no other explanation. The Latino vote, yeah, they're a big population. They're almost forty percent of California, but black people in the South, particularly in Georgia, and in South Carolina, and uh, what was the Midwest delivered this election. Period. I, I so will give not, you that. So not, what so does that have to do with the Latino man? But no, what? But what he's saying is like because I, there's there not, so there now there's six Latino senators. There's no black women in the Senate. In, in the Senate, okay. And so okay. because of black women, okay. Now you got me. Go okay, good. you got. You got I, me. I, told you, I like Mike. I like it. See, that's that's what now, I was don't get me, right now. Don't get me wrong. I'm not caught up in the numbers and everything. I you know, but, but no, I, I representation. See, I get that exactly. I want to see. I want to see who got you to the White House. Black people got you to the White House. Exactly. Period. Period. <laughs> I, also, I also want to let it to be known. We haven't recorded that. Dre has also said further into the podcast that he likes Mike. I also want to say <laughs> I and I alone sought out Mike. <laughs> Look at these eyes. <laughs> all, all of the, I, mean, I, wish, I wish people could really see this. I wish so too, because the key that jumped through my computer screen just now with them eyes. I don't <laughs> know who he was, he was seducing because one of our nails looking. <laughs> 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 I mean, you guys, I mean, are you guys saying way about the cabinet? Are you guys on the fence about the people you've picked to the cabinet so far? I think so far it's only been three. Uh, people that are actually at the top of the, each uh, department. I think it was uh, HUD, the military, yeah. and oh, that's the black guy from um, North Carolina. Isn't he a Republican too? Oh, no, the EPA. EPA. They got black yeah. guy from uh, North Carolina. He was yeah. EPA. Yeah. yeah. And so I think he named the uh, Secretary of Education, another Hispanic guy from. Connecticut or somewhere in the Northeast, and uh, you know, a Native American for the, the Secretary of Interior, which is awesome and big. I, so I think that's phenomenal, and I like that he stole. I ain't gonna lie, he stole that from Trudeau. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think I think there's no question his cabinet is gonna reflect what America looks like and what exactly. America will look like going forward. But that's not to say that more work can be had. I mean, there's more people. You know, other than just the top of every department, you know, those those staff workers, those uh, uh, advisors all need to reflect America, too. And unfortunately, we us as black people got to make sure we raise our hand, make sure we're in the rooms on those conversations. Exactly. Exactly. Anybody, anybody can go to the website, Joe Biden website or the federal government website and sign up to be on any of these committees from COVID to transportation, everything. Oh, and Pete Buttigieg as, Depart- as Secretary of Transportation? Transportation. No. 
Absolutely not. Like I'm you tired. Know, you know, I look. I went and look back. And I said, "Does he have experience doing this?" Like, uh, no. <laughs> that's, and that's my area. That's my, you know, area almost. And like, bro, like, but he's the future of the party, supposedly. So he is. He and he went. He he braved Fox News and went on there and campaigned for Joe Biden. So it's a reward. I just make. I just want to make sure that these. Black women in Georgia like Stacey Abrams and Keisha Lance Bottoms and all these people are rewarded just as much. But Keisha said, but Keisha said no to her position, allegedly. Allegedly. Keisha has she higher did. aspirations. I'm sure. I agree. She did. Of what? Oh, oh. I, so I heard it was, she was offered uh, ambassador to the Bahamas. I think Keisha, not did no disrespect to the office, but I just think Keisha higher than that. Personally, the way she caped for him. She's super caped. But folks, she did not. I'm going to say this right real quick, and then I got another thing to say. But I'm going to say this. I went to uh, Kamala's event in Atlanta when she was running for president, and Keisha was not there because she was caping for Joe when Kamala was still running for president. So Keisha deserves something elevated because she was capable for him and she also was a figure that helped deliver black women because she was looking good on that magazine that we talked about in episode one. Um, facts. So over here in social media <laughs> the people have been weighing in on Miss Iggy. Iggy going through with Playboy Cardi and and she won't hang it up. And the people say you know the man Wait, oh, what, what you mean she won't hang it up? No. She, she got a right to say what she said, but she need to let it go as as a woman. Wait, give us but some backstory. Give give us some backstory. So she has a baby with him, and she posted um about not going to see the baby or or them not going. I guess he's in another location right now, going to visit and see the baby. And basically, she was like, "Well, you got the girl you cheated on me with back there with you, so of course you're not going to see your child." Because I guess apparently it was either video or pictures of the the other woman around him, and she was like, "Of course you didn't see us. You with that woman." This, was, this wasn't the one that wouldn't sign the birth certificate. This the same fiasco. No, I don't know what story you talking about. He did that. Oh. Here's here's the thing. Uh, I really think that I have a feeling about this. I think that she should be like, "Do you not want to participate in your son's life?" I think it's tragic that he did that. First of all. But now at this point, as a woman, she needs to say, so is this how you want to play this game? Do you not want to be a part of your child's life? Because she has the means to give him the life he, you know, that she would want for her child without him. So why not just go ahead and end this? this? I mean, I feel like this way, be like, you don't want to be a part of his life. It does not need to be a public display. You need to let him know that you, like Beyonce said, like she told Jay-Z, me and my baby going to be all right. And that's all she got to do with him. Well, from, from, was cheating on her since she's been pregnant. So I don't know why it's new, why it's fresh. Where's the shock, the aha in this? Because he has a history, according to her. So uh, I don't know. But the people was dragging her. <laughs> they was what like, you about to say, you he been doing this. Like, that happens to everybody. You ain't special. No, I, I often say, it's like, so she's not allowing him to see his, the, their son because that. She, He's with the woman that he's supposed to achieve on her with. I don't know. It was his album release party. So it's it was his album release party. And uh, allegedly, Iggy had asked, like, 
we want to come see you. Like they can spend Christmas together as a family. Um, and he chose to have his album release party and did not mm-hmm. invite her and his son. He invited the woman that he cheated on her with to the party. Are they still together? That is a mystery. But he yeah. invited the woman he cheated on her with to the party instead of what she considers a family. Yeah. And she never well, said that you can't see him. She never said that. Yeah. She just said like maybe maybe there. she needs to. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess who's at the party is irrelevant. It's the part. It's the, it's the fact that he chose to have a party. I am a reach party instead of spending time with family. I mean, it can is a number of, of, of reasons that could be behind it, but uh, we we all make time for what we want to. Period. If, period. if he wanted, he he has he has the means and 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 capabilities to see his family whenever, whenever, however he wants to see him. So if he wants to see him the first half of the day and have a party, second half of the day we won't be having this discussion. But the the fact that he chose not to see him at all on Christmas Day when he knows he has a sensitive situation is just I mean there's no defending that and we make time for what we want to. She kept saying I mean, he, he a hood rapper. What you what you was saying? And that's on what you said a hood what? He a hood rapper. What you was saying? I was a little lost. I was a little hood cracker. I like this Mississippi coming out. I like it. <laughs> I dig it. I guess my only thing is like, okay, I know you go through things and I know you vent. Vent, type it out, and then delete it. Yeah. Don't type it out, then make another post. Then the next no. day, make another post. Like, you're doing too much for me. Beloved, we're not tweeting family business for you. Yeah. But, but, her. How, how, what, what's the other what's the other option for Iggy Ozella be relevant? Other than being in domestic disputes with her ex baby daddy. She's not she making music. With these, she's she not, can come she's compete a, with these female rappers. Okay, you see what happened the first time. Well, let these people tell it. They have a baby with these rappers, and that is keeping them relevant. You see all these girls that's trending on Instagram? They all have one thing coming. Babies with rappers. She on the the Kim Kardashian plan. Well, that plan worked for her. No, first of all, that's not the Kim. That's not first. To be clear, that's not the Kim Kardashian plan. That's the Kim Jenner plan. Okay, the Chris, the Chris, the Chris, the Chris Jenner, Jenner, plan. Jenner plan. That's the Chris Jenner plan for sure. Wow. Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner is the brain of the Kardashian group. That is the brain. That is the matriarch. That is the finisher. I haven't seen her. Like, did she have a show? You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. She is the ultimate cheer mom. Who's Christian. blowing up now? Who's who? I thought you said somebody blowing up, AB. No. No. I said she, you know, I said, don't worry about it. She got something real big brewing up right now. She got a black man now, too. A young one. A young black man. I just want to know. <laughs> I want to know how Courtney escaped. I just want to know how Courtney escaped it. Like Courtney, the only one that ever got a black man. She dated a, a ethnic guy. <laughs> ethnic. Ethnic. I'm ethnic. looking for a black. I, well, I'm just. Black. Saying, it's, 
I thought it was the baby who never dated a black guy. Why well, I picture somebody? No, because all of them got black dudes. Um, let's go through it real quick. Uh, Kim got yay. Um, Chloe had uh, the basketball player. Uh, oh, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom and uh, what's the one that cheated on her all the time? Everybody. Moving on. Not everybody. Tristan. 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 James Harden. Kylie. You right. You right. Kylie got. um, Kylie had um, Travis Scott. Ben Simmons and Ben Simmons. Oh, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh no, no. That's I think that's who. That's who. I think that's who Kendall Daddy. Kendall Daddy and Ben Simmons. So I mean, look. Who is Ben Simmons? Basketball the little girl named basketball player? No. Yeah, she's not about, she a model. About 6'10", too. Yeah, that's she that big. Now I have to look her up. Ben Simmons. They named too many for me to Google. So, so <laughs> Ben Simmons is the woman? I was about to say you got to look him up. Oh. I know. I, I said it on accident. Oh, I thought she said her. Oh. I was like, wait, Ben is a woman? How ben Little Feisty. Ben Little Feisty. Ben Little Feisty. He, you know, he about twenty. He about twenty four. Like he's twenty four. She's twenty five. Okay, I still think she like thirteen, child. But it's okay. Uh, not thirteen. That's how old she was when all of this started. Oh. If not, true, true shit. Yeah. Mm. Oh, guys, I don't know. Moving right along. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> did everybody see everybody's cute little family photos for Christmas? Little pajamas, little, you know, around the tree. This year, was, this year was pajama year, huh? Because everybody yeah. was in pajamas. The plaid pajamas at that. With I had people some, was in relationships. I like that. I like that. Who in relationship? Yep, I had some play board games, all that. I yeah, I like the dress up and all of that. Speaking of the photos, did y'all see the one post that said, well, now that we done seen all of y'all dressed up in pajamas together, can <laughs> Can the Mary, what is it? Can the Mary folks stay out my inbox? Oh, <laughs> Alrighty. I felt that. Hey, I felt that too. I felt like I, like I said. If you snuggled up and you all next to the Christmas tree and all the magic pajamas, stay out folks inbox. We see your kids that we never knew you had. We see your husband. Oh. We see your wife that we never knew you had. And we never and knew you had. And they're talking about that's my, that's my sister. And, oh, that's my, my sister and my niece and nephew. <laughs> mm-hmm. Looking real family. <laughs> Stay in your inbox. Y'all get messy. Yeah, me and my, yeah, me and my brother like to play the game every year called Count the Rings and just see how many engagement rings pop up out of nowhere after, after the Christmas holidays. My timeline did have several. It have several. Me and my friends do. Any anybody anybody on here got anything to report? Reporting live. <laughs> <laughs> ring free and child free. That's all. <laughs> yeah, ring free and child free. We like <laughs> good over here. Not um, too good, I'm, huh? <laughs> I said keep not going. too good. Keep, keep going. We trying to get your ring set. <laughs> After Dre did that one episode where he didn't talk about what I talk about all the time, I ain't gonna talk about it no more. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? 
Just let me be the flower girl. I was, I was about to ask you how them apps were doing down there. Look, I just want y'all to, look, I just want y'all to know, as previously said, is Dre has still not gone to see AB while she is in the same state as he is. <laughs> it needs to be known what kind of friend you are. About four hours away, that's all I'm saying. I'm coming to yes. see you. Calm down. <laughs> that is recorded. That... I'm gonna let you know now. I see the red button, right. and if this it, comes out of the podcast, I'm it? posting it. I'm posting it on the Instagram myself. Calm down. Oh boy. Okay, y'all. My last little bit of social media news. Did you all? Did you guys all see the classy um, daddy ice chain that Gucci received for Christmas? Here's the thing. The listeners don't know you being shady. It's okay. I know you don't have Nick problems. Let me tell you something. I know you team Jeezy, but Gucci chain was nice. I thought it was a nice gesture from rich people. I can't do it, but I thought it was nice. Trying to be the snowman himself. You thought that chain was a nice gesture? Yeah. Where you gonna wear that chain at? <laughs> it's not about Around that. Who? It's about it's about the simple fact that she knows what her man likes. It's what she bought. And you know, I was gonna say that. I think gift giving is their love language because that's all they do for each other. It ain't mine, but I yes. We know. I think gift giving. I think I, I think gift giving is I think gift giving. <laughs> I think gift giving is a little shallow sometimes. If it's your love language, like that's that's another story for another day. But I think gift giving as a love language is a little you shallow. You dug a hole there. You better dig out. You so ready? I don't <laughs> no, because it ain't mine. As the as the person who has gift giving as their love language. Oh shit, my bad for her. It's just it's it's about the feeling of making sure somebody feels taken care of or cared about or thought of. I know for me personally, I like to give gifts that people can actually use. I try not to give just superficial, you know, here's some money or something. I like to give gifts that you can use every day and when you use it, you can think about me or think about, you know, something like that. And that's just, that's just me. I like to give, I like to see people happy. You know, I, I like to think I have the resources and the time to make sure that the people I love are happy and they're not in need. So that that's why I love gift giving. And that's why it's one of my love languages. But and I, I'm like, and I hate receiving gifts. Like, you okay. don't give me nothing, like, Cool. I don't need nothing. Like, oh, a little t-shirt. Oh, some flip flops. Cool. That's that's fine. Like, but it, it, the thrill about just giving, 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 you know, giving gifts, making someone smile is is also is just awesome. Sounds, it, it, sounds like an R&D when it, when song. It, yeah. When is when is <laughs> the when is gifts giving is my love language. There's a threshold. There's a threshold. Threshold. That's my question. That's my question. When you start getting commas in the in the in no doubt in no dollar signs, man, it's like that's what my quality time is the gift. Yeah, that's my love language. That was my my quality time. Quality time is it? Yeah. Quality time and physical touch, or just quality time? It's quality time and words of affirmation. Actually, mine's a quality time. Physical touch and gift. See, my part is like, we've been saying wrong. We ain't got to talk to each other. We just been. We got to You, you are my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he's like, ooh, let's match. <laughs> no, 
No, like, Mike, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and say this. Mike has matched my best friend. So sorry, y'all. We have one more thing. I read that Nick Cannon had another baby and he named his baby Powerful Queen Cannon. <laughs> he gonna call her Queenie. <laughs> I mean, low-key, low-key, in all fairness, I mean, you got Sir, you have uh Rain. Um, no, I'm trying to take all these other names. Like, Miss I know somebody named Miss when I was in college. Her name was Miss. Um, Low-key, if, if that name came across my desk on a, on a resume, I'm probably going to interview that person just to see what that person is about. Like, either you're going to be really awesome or really good. I low you, or did you live up to your name? That, I would probably <laughs> yeah. do that shit. <laughs> you're right, though. You're right. You're right. Let's see. Because when, when you walk in the meeting and you're going to be like, this is my partner, Powerful. No, what's his name? Powerful. And it'd be Powerless. Uh-huh. So is it, powerful. Is it a girl or a boy? It's a girl. I don't know why he's my partner and calling him him. No, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, no, I meant like, if you mean like, if you have a part for business, like, you know, like lawyers have partners. Oh. I don't like, so, so I was going to say like, so like I was telling somebody, I don't like calling people who work under me employees. I prefer to call everybody team members because I feel like that's just more across the board and I don't want to seem more superior than you just because I have a different title. He's such a diplomat. Yes, he is. Very much so. <laughs> Definitely agree with him though. Like I feel like everybody should be treated on the same level, whether you scrub the toilet or you sign everybody check. I agree. I agree with that sure. as well. I agree. Too bad the structure of power in this country don't work like that. I would have been fine if the little girl's name was Queen Cannon. I think that's cute. Like, what's, it was what? what's her nickname going to be? Queenie. Oh, Queen Cannon. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm Queen Cannon. I don't know what's her nickname. It's going to have to be it's something be with Queen. That what's that Queenie? Queenie sound like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's that first play date with Mariah Carey twins gonna look like for Nick Cannon? Ooh. A play date with they <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, I no, the question is, is there going to be a play date? Like that is the question. I hope so. The question is if they're gonna have a play date. The question is, are are the uh are the kids gonna know outside of social media they brother and sister? Because, because he got four now, right? Movie. He got four now, so he yeah, has two with Britney. So. And then two. he has two. Oh, wait, no, I only know about the twins. I didn't know about other kids. Yeah, he and Brittany have two. Uh, and this makes that Brittany Bell. A girlfriend, though. However, you know, with celebrities, uh, it don't even matter no more. They just. And Usher had oh. a baby as well that he just revealed. He already had this baby, but he just showed her face um, in November. Drake did the same so thing. So, can I ask this that. question? Yeah. Why? Why all these celebrities having these kids and they having like <laughs> a big reveal of a, like? And Usher's baby's name is Stubborn. Oh, I okay. thought you said stubborn. <laughs> so here's my thing. I'm cool with people who name stuff out of the English language. I really need to see that in writing and a definition next to it. And what's the meaning of the name? I, we gotta stop making stuff up. <laughs> but, it wants to be unique. Uh, but I think a uh, question you posed earlier is like why you know they keep having babies by all these different women just because you have the money doesn't mean you need to have a baby I'm sorry that go for Lil Wayne and everybody else I don't care how much money you have you don't need Wait to a keep minute. babies for future you don't need to keep producing babies enough is enough 
Only women. Five women. I mean, Lil Wayne ain't got another baby. I wouldn't be surprised, but he has multiple children. Is he even capable of having more kids? Don't do that. We're not going to tax somebody man. I know, I, I know secretly he's on the outs with, supposedly on the outs with the black community, but we're not going to tax somebody manhood on this podcast. All these rappers, they ain't having babies. I mean, the only thing better than a woman is a, a new woman. I mean, for some of these guys, like, man, they not going to stop. They got the fun, they got the resources to keep going. Look at future. Like, what, bro, you need to go do that. I'll take some surgery, get that thing, clip, clip, and you can do whatever you want to do. But baby, that man keep man. a girlfriend. But let's talk about how like, you don't our girl Lori escaped. Lori escaped with no kids. I think I posted from her today. She was babies in the basement. Oh, no, let me find. <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's Michael B. Jordan gonna be the one? That's a good one to have, sis. Just saying. Hey, be called the Holy Ghost when you I, said I, it. I told you Michael B. Jordan was Wait, coming back. Hey, my. Michael B. Jordan was coming back for black women, man. He Michael, was down. We, he was suspect. No, nah, no. Nah. When he showed up with the, with her on that boat, I was like, oh, I didn't think that for me, my brother. Who was on the boat? Michael B. Jordan had that one girl in Italy. Don't move on from that. I'm not. Akiva got excited. He just started talking fast, so I don't even understand him no more. At all. Get on a boat and don't do that. Yeah, like he was taking hey. pictures of it. He like he was seeing it live. <laughs> I was trying to catch up with kids. Okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm just saying. You I'm know how somebody try to expl- explain what they what they see in this an emergency. And he like, yeah, she was on that boat. <laughs> I'ma just say this. She was okay. on the boat with him. We weren't feeling it. You know, I ain't gonna lie, after Killmonger, it was kind of like actor, you know how actors take on roles. He was he was the embodiment of Killmonger. For some time, the embodiment of it. So to see him on the boat uh, with the Italian girl was not what the culture wanted to see at the time. So you know, it does so good to see him with Lori, even though I want to see how long this lasts because Sister Lori is a nigga on the inside. We're not gonna talk about her. We're not gonna talk about her because we don't know what that girl do. We don't know her. No, I think I think Lori winning. I think Lori winning. I, I think she I is. I thought Lori like, with somebody else. We don't. She never she confirmed. She no She has never confirmed any of these relationships. We just keep. That's why she winning. We keep throwing her name out there, but sis keeps constantly popping up, winning every with friends. Thing. with new friends. With oh, new friends. friends. She like male. She likes to have male friends. Some her little friends. Okay, but it still pumps up her stock every single time. It do this pump up her like, stock. It do. It do. This, this sounds like Bridgeton, but we're going to get in this next week because I want to see everybody that watches. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what that is. I don't either, it's but you're going to tell me it's a, show, it's a show on Netflix. It's a yeah. show on Netflix called Bridgeton. Everybody get into it. We're going to come back next week and we're going to give it a little touch-touch. Oh. Okay. 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 So I got to do another crash course. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> B, you got any more? Um, nope, that's it. All right, so I know you all have seen Soul. Um, I didn't mention it in the, the sticky news because uh, when I watched it and, you know, we had already decided what we were going to talk about this week, I figured, you know, this would be a great way segue into our topic. So for our listeners who haven't, who have not seen Soul um, yet, 
Um, it's a Disney Pixar movie. You can watch it on Disney Plus. It stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey, uh, as long as well as Angela Bassett. I'm about to say Angela Bassett. Don't forget Angela Bassett. Uh, you, how could I forget the Queen? Uh, uh, <laughs> as well as uh, Questlove. Um, uh, there's a a whole slew of characters in this movie. I will um, say while while watching it, I was googling the characters because you'd be like, oh, it's so and so. Oh, it's so and so. Oh, it's like the I like playing like when I watch animated stuff. I like guessing who whose voice that is. So that's that's pretty cool. I was doing the same thing. Um, and so Soul is about uh, a musician, Joe Gardner, played by Jamie Fox, um, who tries to basically pursue his dreams. We'll put it like that. Considering the plot of Soul, what did you first off? What did you think about the movie? Let me tell you how to tell the story. So. The whole no, I don't want you is, to tell us this story. No, <laughs> because it's how you do it. The point of this is the whole movie is about finding your, like your passion is not always your purpose in life. There might be more for you to do, but fulfilling that in other people and in yourself. Everyone has a different thing. Um, and what you may think it is might not be it. And then you may just fall into it and grow from it. Um, but then also, you know, it is also about Black culture being am- animated and seeing like very intimate parts of Black culture that everybody might not see and being told in accuracy. Like, I'm pretty sure since you've seen it, the barbershop scene that you see a lot of times on social media, actually seeing how that was animated and seeing like the reality of what it is like being in a Black barbershop. I thought that I, was like a gold moment. I want to put a pin there, but I want to hear what everybody thought of the movie. I want to put a pin there with what you said. Uh, what about you, A.B.? I love the movie. I thought it was super, super cute. I love the intro. I thought the intro, like, it, like, got my attention immediately. Um, there were some points, definitely, especially once, like, he first fell, and then you saw, like, everything change. I'm like, oh, Lord, what are these little things? What's happening? And, like, I was looking at my phone, and I, like, started to drift off, realizing I don't forget, like, I have to focus on this movie now because it keeps, it's, like, it keeps twisting and turning, so... It's definitely something you have to focus on else. You'll look down on your phone and look back up and be like, I don't even know what's going on anymore. Like, it's a very convoluted, complex plot. I mean, I absolutely loved it, um, especially coming from the music perspective and how, you know, they were saying, you know, they go off into the drifty place when you're in your whole little groove thing or whatever. Yeah. Y'all go there? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. In the zone, I'm when you're in the zone. Yeah, when you're in your zone. But what I did take away from it, um, the end of it, when he went after the soul, and it was like everything that, um, like so basically, you have to be careful what you're pouring into people and words that you're saying because you never know what inner demons people are already battling with. And when you said that, it, I, I definitely like how they portrayed, you know, how he basically told her, you didn't feel the spark because you only felt it because you lived through, because you were me. Right. Yeah. Lived through my body. Right. Yeah. Right. Mike, have you seen it? I have. I, I definitely enjoyed it, man. It, the First, the, the picture is the movie itself was beautiful. The people were beautiful. Their skins were beautiful. Their hair was beautiful. Everything about it was the colors. And it was a very colorful movie. The plot line, I loved it. You know, the characters, I loved it. 
even as it wraps back around to the whole theme of finding your purpose, I think that's something that we all can, you know, uh, come to realize or come to understand. Uh, I know the biggest kind of objection that people have had was that, you know, with this being a representation of Black culture and, and um, Jamie Foxx's uh, voice character not in human form for majority of the movie, uh, it kind of, kind of wraps back around Yo, wraps back around to like Princess and the Frog, where she was a frog for the majority of the movie, and a couple other movies where black people are cannot be themselves in these these movies. And so outside of that, I mean, I I don't I don't know where I've kind of fallen in line with it, but uh, I enjoyed it ultimately. I mean, I, I don't have any complaints. I'm I want to watch it again and again, like I do the rest of the Pixar movies. I've already watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I do yeah. want to make a comment about the articles that I read about the whole turning the characters into, you know, the black characters into creatures mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and stuff. I I I get it in Princess and the Frog and and I, but I I think for this movie it worked for because I think he had to see himself outside of his body. Maybe not a cat, but they even there was even one article in the Insider that talked about why why his spirit had to be blue. But everybody's spirit was blue in it. Like I'm just like, can we just enjoy? The so I'm gonna take, yeah. take you one step further. I love our culture, I really do. But sometimes I feel like because of what we've gone through, we kind of magnify some things that don't necessarily have to be magnified. Sometimes yeah, this, this like, was a white woman. What you mean? She ripped this. She ripped this movie apart. Okay, and she and I, I hate to say this, and I'm sorry. She ain't got no right to talk about that. Like we can, we can defend. We've been doing it for some time. We can defend ourselves. Okay, like she ripped the movie apart. She basically said it was garbage. Yeah, they ripped Black Panther apart too, it, but we took it as a culture and we we glorified it. Yeah, and it, it's not the first thing. It's not the first time like Black culture has you know kind of gotten this treatment. Even if, even just people. You know, President Obama wasn't black enough. You know, this movie, well, the, the black people are, are blue in this movie. The black people are frogs in the other movie. And instead of focusing on, like, the, the importance and, and what the message that this movie is casting, we're focused on outside outside noise that doesn't really matter anyway. I'm, I'm just proud to see, you know, people that look like me on screen that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, the textures of, of the hair are beautiful. Jamie Foxx's voice is beautiful. Yeah. You know, you know, everybody looks so on that. real. Yeah. Everybody. Like, the, 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 the barbershop was a real lived experience for me. You know? I, feel, I so, feel like the barbershop, we shared our culture with other people who don't. Like, I've worked with, uh, just say, I, I worked with a white female who has specifically asked if she could come with me to a black barbershop because she's heard what it felt like and she wanted to experience it. And I, I get where she's coming from, but sometimes just, just get the message. The message behind the entire work of art was, you know, all, all about what we need to understand, the difference, what life and purpose is all about, what living is about, how to live. And I don't care if he was a green blob. I don't care. Like, they all were green blobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> they were definitely blue. But also... <laughs> Well, he was blue as green. No, it's, it was a clear blue. It was definitely like... I'm looking at a picture of him. He's uh, he's blue as I'm going to need you to go see your optometrist immediately. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to show you a picture of him immediately. I know exactly what... I know exactly what it's like. It's definitely blue. It's almost like a sky blue. 
No, his hat to- is green. His hat is okay. bluish green. Okay, people, when y'all go see this and y'all see that he's sky blue, I just want y'all to know today I finished Trey. Now y'all know he colorblind. He might be I'm colorblind. Like you a king. When you said, um, like, you get because of what we've been through, but I feel like we have to learn to exist in, in, in multiple lanes. So, like, there are plenty of Disney movies or other animated movies where um... There are other animals or other things, or other beings or whatever, and it's fine. Why must we always find something to nitpick about? Why couldn't we just see the beauty in the movie or the message in the movie and, and enjoy that uh, instead of always assuming that it's an attack on Black people? Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. We already know Lion King. I'm with you. Lion King was the first Black Disney film. Everybody in Lion King to me, all the lions are Black. Where did it take place? Africa. Africa. Thank you. The great and it also, it also, yeah, and also, it also points out like, is this the battle we really want in two thousand in twenty twenty? Like, man, it's so much other struggle and strife that I'm trying to, you know, support. I, I, I just can't get on. Like, what are we talking about? Exactly. And then to go even further, they talk about why they chose, why did they choose Tina Fey, a white woman, to live in this black man's body and speak. And I'm just like, but who's to say, but who's to say, but who's to say, we don't know those people that what if that was another thing for a white person? Who to say for a white person to have a black experience and to understand? Like, there's a whole nother level of that. Like, for a white person to understand a black person's thing. But but the thing is, twenty two wasn't a man or a woman. She said I could be right. anything, and she so said she could them, be anything. And so for them to, she just had a woman's voice, like what we yeah. what we see as a woman's voice. And I I, I just I, I don't know because even when they said that he died within the first ten minutes of the movie, and he's all the first black Pixar character, and he died in the first ten minutes, what is that going to make make black people? As- well, let's clear that up too. I'm sorry. As a healthcare professional, he does not die in the first 20 minutes of the movie. He is on life support. He is alive. Well, has- when we oh, first see it, it's, it comes across that he died. Says he died. Yeah. Yes, but did you understand that his body, he is an untethered soul? Yeah, as you look, as you went further into the movie. But we gotta, yeah. we gotta understand that. We gotta understand this untethered soul. Like, he doesn't die. Like, I'm not supporting this idea of her saying that he died. Like, I'm not supporting it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I mean, Mr. For me, the whole idea, the whole article about like the white woman, yeah, the whole article about the white woman, the black man's body. I mean, that that that's silly to me. It could have been anybody. If it was a black woman in a black man's body, people would have had a problem with it. If it was a, uh, uh, you know, a, a gay man and and his body would have been a problem with it. If it was anything, and you know, if people would have made it an issue, yep. so it, it's silly to me. We haven't had a problem with Juana man. <laughs> I like you want to say, but I'm sure Javonna Man is definitely on them threads where people are complaining about black men in dresses with Tyler Perry. Yes, yes, Tyler Perry. I don't know Martin, how we either talk about that. We talk Jamie about that every week. I don't know how we talk about the nigga Tyler every week, but we're going to have to start collecting uh, the check. Because, because you've been sitting outside his studio, so that's why we talk about it. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, so I wanted to start our discussion today with uh, with the question: If you could change, if you had the power to go back 
Uh, if this world were yours, what would you change about your life and why? Yourself. So it could be like your career, your job, um, your relationship status, your values, your morals, how the world would look. If you could pick, paint your own universe, your own world, where would you fit in and how would that world look? I'm gonna go. I would probably say there's two things. I can go. Uh, there's probably two things I would change. I would not consider others when it comes to decisions about my own my own health and well-being and what I want out of life. Uh, for far too long, when we first out of high school, college, when we were trying to find our purpose, we listened to other people who say, oh, wait your turn, wait your turn. But, you know, if, if you have the skills, if you have the background, you have the education, there's, there's no reason to wait your turn. You know, there, there's no hierarchy in your job and in, 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 in the working world. And the second thing I would probably change is just to meet my partner, you know, earlier in life. You know, I've had the pleasure of meeting her when I'm 30, 30, 30 years old. I wish I knew her when I was even younger so we can even spend even more years and time together. So that that's probably the two things I would want to change. I like that. I like that. What I would you? probably um, remove myself from the box. I feel like now I'm like I'm more of an out of the box type person. Like I'll do spontaneous things. I'm adventurous. I'll go a billion miles away from everybody I know. But I wish I was this person a lot younger because um, I feel like I would have gotten more experiences, and now I would probably be a little further along in life. So I know y'all get really like realistic looks, but I'm about to give you real fantasy. I knew that. Um, oh, we probably we have like, well, so we about to have like DC Marvel Universe one, step one. Like some people born with X gene. Offer it. Um not everybody, just some people. Really, let's go with Avatar, uh last airbender type thing. Like everybody born in the nations, there's some waterbenders, firebenders, earthbenders, airbenders, uh and non-benders. <laughs> Uh, I would also take away, I feel like I would want different people to be different races, but we don't look at race as a thing. Like, I would go ahead and take that fact. Uh, I want everybody to be different, but, like, everybody has the cognitive ability to understand that people are different, and it does not matter how different they are. Um, I like when Mike was talking about hierarchy. I would take hierarchy out. I think that everybody should be looked at. This is your gift, or this is kind of what you excel at being different but we all can be a whole of society. And I would also add in, people will understand that, uh, you know, like men and women are just kind of like two different type of things, but I guess that kind of goes under the whole social hierarchy situation and people being cognitively able to understand that. Okay, so uh, I see you really thought that out. Yeah, and I'm not gonna let you off the hot seat. The question was, what would you change about your life? Shoo! Oh. <laughs> That was real diplomatic. Of course, we all want world peace. We all want uh, the basic standards of living for everyone. Of course, we, we, we will all want that. But what would you change about your life? So I ain't actually, no side note in this week. I can't even. Oh. But you know that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So it can, be big, it can be big, it can be small. I know we joke, we joking about this today, but instead of being a nurse, I probably actually really would have been a diplomat. I think I would have been an excellent diplomat. Uh, I would speak a couple of languages. I probably would be living in a penthouse somewhere. Um, 
but I also too would hope like all those other like PG answers, like peacekeeping answers, like I really do believe that. Like that's, I think I would be something of that nature. I feel like my brain is wired to understand people, even though I'm kind of introverted a lot of times with people, but I'm able to understand people. Yes, I know that sounds very, very strange. You're not you're, introverted. Yeah, I agree that you are definitely wired to bring people together. That's one thing, that's one quality that I admire about you, that you definitely bring people together. I Y'all feel the love? Long, you said introverted. My head went the love. So, so I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest on here. So one of my friends had to say, I don't really... I'm a watcher. This, this, I, I am an observer, observer, so I can understand how people interact, and I can see that, and I understand people very easily. I don't always like to be around people. So, like one of my friends, it just takes me being around you to understand you to then open up. But when I open up, I am, you know, who I am. But like, I have to feel safe enough to open up. So this is also an experiment. This, this podcast is also like an experiment for me. Okay. Definitely for me, not worrying about what anybody else thinks or say. And I feel like if if I would have learned that sooner, I would be further than where I am now. Okay, I, I think for me, I think I would want to live my same experiences and learn the lessons sooner that I didn't learn or maybe even experience the hurt and losses, but not without in some way, removing the feeling behind it, but still learning how to cope with it and get over it. Um, I think I would still want my same. So this sounds like everybody wants to be 30 at five. Is that like what I'm hearing? Because every, everybody <laughs> want to be 30 at five. I'm not necessarily at five, but I want to be. We all, uh, yeah. We want to learn all the lessons we learned in our life so far without the pain and suffering that we had to, we had to endure. Right, like still learn these lessons, but maybe not f- feel those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to learn. Yeah, uh, you want to learn. You want to learn how to love. You want to learn how the importance of family. You want to learn how to get that big new job with the consequences and the and the, the, the the suffering that it takes to learn those lessons. So they wouldn't be lessons without it. Fair. And maybe five years ago too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and not when I was five. <laughs> in the movie Jamie Foxx's character eventually learns that um, a spark that you feel the inspiration is not always your purpose what do you, how do you feel about that that's that statement I just made but also what is your purpose what is your life purpose or do you even know well I was gonna say as far as the purpose man I think your purpose can hit you when you're 50 years old 60 years old you know it, 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 it's not necessarily coming right after high school or right after college. Man, you, you might have to work dozens of in-between jobs or change careers to even get to your purpose. That's, that's kind of what I envy about like artists and musicians and stuff and, and even teachers um, and um, healthcare professionals that every day they go, every day they go to work, it, they're, they're, they're fulfilling their passion. They're passionate about it. You know, there's something that they love for, for majority of them. If, if it's sports, music, whatever, it's something that you love. It doesn't, it's to the point where it doesn't even feel like a job. I mean, if you're a, you know, accountant or engineer like myself, I mean, it's always going to be a job. It's always going to be punching the clock. But to do something that you actually love to do and that you're good at, 
I mean, that's something that I definitely envy about like people of that space. And so do you think we already know our purpose, but somewhere along the line, we kind of get like sidetracked? And that spark may remind us of what our purpose was. I think you know your purpose when you find it. I think you don't know what it is, but when you find it, you know this is this was it. Yeah, it's, it's almost like finding a, a partner. I mean, we all might fall in love, think this is the one in high school, but in reality, <laughs> it's not. And it just takes being in that space to knowing if this is the one or if or if or if it's not. You know, I know for my purpose in life, I know I think I got my purpose in life from my dad. And just him just being the one that's super dependable in the family that people can count on, that people can go to. And 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 even the similar career path, that's where I got my purpose from. I, I love to help people and make sure, you know, that my family's good and, and just make a difference. Just if it's even if it's a small difference. Um, I know my purpose is to serve the at risk population. Um, I've been doing it since I've been uh, been out of undergrad. And I've done it in different lanes. And then I got to a point where I finally found my lane. So when you asked that question earlier um, about... Do you know you it? Do you already know it? Do you know it? So this is my thing. I think sometimes we have this vision and um, reality doesn't look like what we thought it was actually going to be. And I think sometimes like you... You, you, you're in control of tweaking it. So like I've always served at risk population, but I was not in the lane I wanted to be in. And now I am in the lane that I want to be in. And now I do feel like I'm fulfilled and like, this is, this is for me. They ain't nothing else. I ain't gonna do nothing else. This is what I'm gonna do. All I can do is make more money or move higher, but this is my lane. I fuck with that. I like that. I like that. What about you, Nick? She for the kids. I feel like that's right. I I know that's my purpose. Like, even when I tried to veer out of that lane, I got pulled right back into it. So, you know, hey, instead of trick love the kids, Nick love the kids. (laughs) Nick love the kids. Really? Hey. What about you, Dre? You know, you like to run from the questions. Oh, Dre was going to answer this one. Uh, (laughs) I think... I think we already know our purpose. And I think uh, when when we're growing up and when we're as early as we can remember, you know, I think we know or or maybe even like serve in some capacity and in some aspect of our purpose. And then along growing up, we get misdirected, maybe through influence of like outside forces, people talking in our ears, like even like Nick said earlier, like when the lost soul and all she could remember in the movie was people, him saying, you only found your purpose through me. And I think we get misdirected for as long as I can remember, I knew my purpose was, um, helping others. And so I did go into a helping profession. Uh, I had a teacher in high school told me, I don't know why you're doing that because you're never going to make any money. Uh, and so when I got to college, my major was preform and knowing good and well, hell, I didn't like hard science. So <laughs> I get in there, get in chemistry, barely made it out. And I was like, like, this is not my purpose. I don't think my purpose <laughs> is going to make me fell out of school. And so but then I went back into what uh, into the helping profession. 
although I consider myself retired, but I still work in some aspect of helping. And I even consider this podcast a helping situation in which it helps people laugh, like, and, and help people get through their day. So I, I think we know our purpose, but we just kind of get misdirected. So that's my view of it. Are you saying it wasn't unlocked during these <laughs> the Negro soldiers? <laughs> he said, you, "So you said it was a lot during the Negro Solstice, like this. Mm, it was a lot. So did the Negro Solstice unlock your uh, your purpose in life? Nah, nah, my the Negro. I, it was here before then. So in the movie, Twenty Two uh, was this 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 soul person thingy because she wasn't a person, but she was played by Tina Fey, and she never wanted to go to Earth. Uh, she never wanted to come to Earth and, and and live because she didn't think there was any meaning to life. How do you find meaning in life? I think you live. Like I think that's also the purpose of the movie. You find meaning in life by living, and so not to give away the plot, but like. That's really just kind of how 22, since you've already given that, 22 found it. You find your purpose, you find the meaning of life by living. That's what it took. It took living to understand. And so that's the meaning, you know, that's the meaning of life. You don't just, like, I, I hate to say it, like how you said earlier, like you feel like you know. I feel like, no, you find that through, through living, through experiences. Well, what's the difference between living and existing? Because some of us, Say we live in, but we really are out here just existing. That's what that's what Joe's that's what Joe's character was doing. He was literally like going through the motions. He he even talked about it on the subway. He was like, "Look at these people, like it just has this thing about it, and it just does this to you." And even the man when they rescued him from the lost soul place, and he was just typing away on his computer. Like we all have these mundane routine things that we do every day are we really living or are we existing i saw 22 shows two sides living and existing so when i feel like when 22 was in joe 22 was living but at the same time 22 was also existing enjoying the moments living in the moments appreciating the moments like at times so you're, saying, li- so you're saying living and existing is one I'm saying living and existing can happen simultaneously. Yeah, I, kinda, I agree with Akeem. I think it's through experiences. So, like, for me, like, traveling, doing this podcast, meeting y'all, seeing my friends, trying different restaurants, um, freaking hiking and zip lining and jumping off boats and all of that stuff, that would be me living. Me okay. not doing things that bring pleasure to me or make me happy would be me existing. So if I was just to never travel again and go to work and come home and go to work and come home, that would be me existing. So I think in that movie, once 22 started trying pizza and lollipops, it be it, I'm going to say she, because I assume it's a girl. She began to live, in my okay. opinion. Well, okay. Existing is just part of the compromise of living. We, you know, we, 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 we perform the act of existing and going to work to provide for our, our basic needs and for the out, the out, the outside and enjoyment and experiences we have of living. You know, the reason we go to work, we go make money to pay for our, our basic needs and then go 
and to have these experiences of our cabin or our friends or our family. And that, that's all, I mean, that's the only reason why we are working or existing. You know, we're in that, in that, that routine of existing is because if we didn't have to go to work every day, I'm sure nobody on this call will be going to work. If you had all your basic needs taken care of to where you can still share those same experiences with your friends and family, there's no need to be working or existing, but because that's not the world we live in, we, that's just part of, that's part of our life that we can almost give up to do the routine of going to work, making money and, and taking care of our basic needs then so we can go and have those experiences that build our character and and and, and, and the enjoyment in our lives. I like I like that, and I, I think what a lot of people get caught up on is the fact. And I think what you said: we have to exist and work so that we are able to live, <laughs> and, you know, and do the things that we enjoy. But I guess what Joe was trying to figure out in the movie was how to make those things interlock so he's living and existing at the same time and so i don't feel like I, that was joe i feel like that was 22. i felt like you <laughs> wow everybody's blank staring at me <laughs> and i can't even defend when you said it and then how flu looked at you <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, how dare you disagree with me? <laughs> no, he caught me off guard. No. Oh, sorry, yeah. I, 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 I was trying to, he I said it so straight face. Yeah, I, I know tra- his demeanor. I was trying to think about what he said and then try yeah. to make it. <laughs> but I don't agree that I don't agree with you. Yeah, I don't agree. Because- you cannot agree with me. That's real life. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Joe, but- Joe, Joe holds. The whole this is this movie was trying to find his big break. Mm-hmm. Going being a fifty year old part time music teacher and even being on the edge, you know, being afraid to of accepting a full time music position at the school because he always knew like one more chance uh, my big break is coming, one more chance. Where at twenty two, she just thought Earth or the living world had nothing for her, had nothing to offer for her. And she right. didn't want to experience it. There was nothing here. That's why she went through so many mentors at the movie day because trying to convince her to find her spark, you know, she and she never did. So she just there's there's nothing dying for me. I mean, there's people like that, and you know, there's nothing here for me. And nothing. that that would say that's the that's the difference between the two. Characters. So I'm gonna just say this: let's agree to disagree because I feel like you can show both sides. I, no, but I think that the movie does such a good job that you can see it from a lot of angles of seeing the same purpose. But like, I can say the same thing that you said about Joe about twenty two. But twenty two never wanted to live. She did not want to live. But like, she didn't know. Like for me, she didn't know what living was. But I said, like for like for me, so it was the simple fact that when she lived, she appreciated things that. Some people, when they live, they don't appreciate. And it was the little things that she appreciated that made living worth it, that you would not appreciate. Like Philip having the sucker, feeling the flower that fell, like things that we would just take for granted, 22 appreciated because remember, I mean, I hate to say it now that I'm giving away the plot, 22 did not have senses prior to. Yeah. So once no, 22 I, gained I, I, senses, I then 22 appreciated the life. <laughs> yeah, they, they they definitely they definitely taught each other something. I would say, yeah, 
she taught Joe to appreciate everything around him as a blessing, exactly. almost. Like the wind blowing through your hair, the colors that the, the, the sky makes, everything, because she's never seen before because she's been reluctant to come to Earth. And so once you once you hear and you see these magical landscapes that we have in this world and this country, of course, it, it, it's easy to be taken back by and to find, you know, that's part, you know, that we all, I mean, we, a lot of us overlook that a lot, you know. Exactly. And I think like the, the best line of the whole movie was when that Jerry or Terry or whatever it was asked Joe what he was going to do with the rest of his life. And he said, I don't know, but I'm going to live every moment of it. I think that struck a chord for me because I just looked at it from my point of view. I spend life and I don't take the time to sometimes to celebrate that the sun's shining on me or, you know, that I can just open my eyes or just do certain things. And that's not living. That's that's just existing. And I think that was an eye opening um, experience for me in the movie. So can I ask this? Mm-hmm. What happens when existing takes over living? You, I think you become that lost soul thing that was yeah. in that land. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a. I, I will agree. I think that's that was the whole point of the balance. Like they showed you the zone, and then they showed you the lost soul. But they showed you how both of it, the zone is the balance. But when overdone, you become the lost soul. You can get overdone trying to find your purpose or not. And and to take, I think to take it one step further, 22 is when it was underdone. Like when um, they first got, when Joe first got down there or wherever he was or whatever, and the little souls was like, hell, 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 hell. (laughs) For me, it just really was like at that end, like that ending part where he got it. And then, then what? And then what? And then if what? You, if you fulfill your purpose, is that's it? It's almost like he he basically gonna start over. Is he? He gonna be fulfilled? Is that not? I feel like is that not? Is that not the goal in life? Is to be I didn't fulfilled? feel like he was fulfilled at the end though. I felt like he was fulfilled. Like I think he had a new outlook on what it meant to live. I don't think he was yet fulfilled. I think he knew that he had been spending his entire life searching at the, trying to find his purpose instead of living. I was going to say okay. the last comment I had was, well, before you started, was like, I think the movie is super timely because with the with, with COVID, it's taken us all out of like offices and office buildings away from work and we're spending more time at home and now we're coming to that realization like, oh, I really enjoy being at home around my family and around my own things in general. And so that that whole dichotomy of are you existing, are you living? I mean, there's jobs that's never going to be viewed. I mean, pandemic will change the way we're going to work. You know, some of us might not ever go back to our office meaning we can work from anywhere. And that was that wasn't an option. Yeah. So open up that open up that possibility for, for so many people around the world to actually experience and start living and existing at the same time. You know, doing your eight hours in in, in the cabin, in the woods, in the mountains, like I look forward to that opportunity once mm-hmm. COVID is over. And, you know, it, it, and so it's it's super it's super timely. So uh, uh, yeah, that was my last comment. Pay for that. I too would like to do my eight, nine hours from a cabin. 
in Denver. <laughs> I do. Yeah, all just friends and family, man. Just like, yeah, uh, even like, even though we've missed a lot of time with our friends and family over last year, post COVID is gonna like, and the word, the, the way we work going forward is gonna offer us a lot of opportunity to spend even more time with our friends. I'm going to accept uh, oh. party invitations post COVID. Uh, if I skipped your functions, <laughs> I am sorry. Please invite me. <laughs> I will be I'll, there. I'll be there with my mask on still. <laughs> You're not like wearing a mask for quite some time. Um, <laughs> get that vaccine, you do. I'm about to say, get your, get your mask. Two inoculations, okay, people? Two, two. Take both I'll of still, them. I'll still be masked. Take, take <laughs> step, step one, and don't, still don't be around people. And step one, take step two, probably wait a month, and then, and then we can maybe say vaccine. I don't know yet, but we're working on it. Cause you'll be having that's what, about, I've been vaccinated. Yeah, this this vaccinated. So that's that's a whole nother uh no. random side note, I guess. I just want to piggyback off of what you said. So during COVID, um, I have two friends that gave birth and they, you know, despite everything, they got to spend a lot of time with their babies. My friend got to spend her first six months at home with her child. That's excellent. Yeah, that's like nobody gets that. That's so great. like um, that so, I just want to I want to go back and say I think every woman should have like stuff like that. Like you should be able to spend time with your children. And I think every, the men should every, be able to too. I was about to say men every, and women, every couple men and should women. have the same thing. Uh, who got cars outside? Uh, that's outside my window. I don't understand why people put up in apartment complexes. <laughs> Ghetto. I don't I understand why people. I'm like, it's just 20, 20 million residents here. Matter of fact, keep that in there because I want everybody to know right now. If you pull up to an apartment complex and blow your horn, it's unacceptable. You can call that person on that phone, or you get out of your car, and you go up and knock on the door. Blowing your horn in an apartment complex is ghetto. Don't you do gonna that. get out? Somebody gonna is open it, the door and say, "I'm coming." <laughs> I don't care. Don't blow your horn because you don't know what other people are doing. Go ahead, AB. We going to the random side. No, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Oh, we moved on right along into the random side note. Mike from Seattle, tell us about that. Uh, the random side note this week is: if you had a, if you woke up and had a superpower, what would it be? I see y'all are on this Negro solstice. Okay, we're gonna roll with it. I wanna see who a DC fan and who a Marvel fan. For me, oh, for me, it's hands down flying, period. Flying is the best superpower. Flying, flying around, seeing areas of this world and country that are untouched to the human eye is just that's where I would be. That or Aquaman and seeing like what's what's really at the bottom of the ocean. I'm sure it's some crazy shit. Mm, I would definitely have Superman powers, like all everything that's Superman. Oh, so you you gonna get everything then? Yes, I'm Superman. So uh, yes, so yeah. I have, just <laughs> uh, but Superman mm-hmm. can be brought down by his kryptonite. Ooh. Yes, it's, I mean we all got a weakness. What's your what's what's your kryptonite? Yeah. Uh, see, that's not to be discussed. Don't, <laughs> ask, don't ask him that. Please do not ask him that. Uh, what did you ask him? 
What's his What's kryptonite? His kryptonite? The people, oh, uh-huh. the people need to know. You know, people don't need to know that. Why would I tell I you? I had bumper heat today for you. I had bumper heat today. A couple weeks ago, you be on, you be on Hakeem. What the fuck? <laughs> you supposed to be the host of this thing. You can't be dodging questions like you Barry Sanders. See, but let me, let me tell you. Like, Superman won't tell you his kryptonite. Why would I want you to bring me down? Like, why would we I know his We know it's kryptonite. It's kryptonite. Everybody knows it's kryptonite. The hard part is finding the kryptonite. You can't say that. Like we well, know. I won't, I, won't give you, I, won't, I, won't, I won't give you a head start on finding the mind though. So you gotta figure it out and then go find it. How about that? <laughs> now run, oh my. run it on. Run it on, Akeem. What's yours? Well, the, ner- the nerds are gonna finish you off because you don't know kryptonite from kryptonite. Like, bye. Nikki, what's your what's what's your superpower? I want to be invisible. Like, boom, now you see me. Now you know. See, I'm turned off by that because I watched the boys. The boy from the the guy from the boys really kind of turned that off for a lot of people. Did y'all he was invisible. He it was a guy from a he was invisible, but he was a perv. So like maybe ah. <laughs> what would your superpower be? Um, mine would be um never getting tired Ooh. so like no matter what i did i would never get tired because i feel like i could be super productive in life if i never got tired and i'm always tired so oh we're gonna send some of that d-way too that'll be her superpower so she can keep going and going and going and going and going we miss you d I can, so what would you use that superpower for? Would you continue just to help Wait, people? so can I get my superpower? Wait, let's, 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 let's Well, you had a question to my... I had, I had a follow-up. Oh, to hers. My bad. Yeah. Put that brown looking down. Put it down. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't say that. Don't say that. My mama already think I'm an alcoholic and I'm dying. Like, <laughs> it is. It is. It is. He tests the mom. Yeah, what would you do with that superpower? I mean, I would literally use it for work. Um, when I used to study a lot, I would use it for that because I used to be up all day, work all day, come home, study all night. So like, I would just use it just so like I have energy. I can get up, I can go work out, I can be productive, and I wouldn't just be laying in the bed all the time. <laughs> and she did that a lot. And it, right, he'll tell you, I lay in the bed a lot. I'm just always tired. But I feel like even with work, like I could be super productive and just have energy and be able to knock every, all my errands out on a Friday and have Saturday and Sunday to myself. Just be super productive, be around here cooking and cleaning and just being a whole housewife with no husband. <laughs> I was like, "What? Are, you got a husband?" I was about to say that. She said, no rings, yeah. no rings, no Yo rings, no. What you said? No rings, no what? No rings, no churn. No rings, no churn. No churn. No C-H-I-L-R-E-N. C-H-U-R-N. Churn. No cheering. No rings, no cheering. That has been the uh, side note. You from, from middle Georgia. Don't act like you can't say churn. Churn. We said chilling. Chilling. C-H-I-L-E. Chilling. Chilling. Chillin'. No chilling. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll say cheering. So I don't know that one. That was new for me. I would be somewhere Jean Grey plus Nightcrawler. 
for those who don't know, I want to be a telepath and I want to be Jean Grey with Phoenix powers control. Uh, I want to be like telepath. I want to be able to fly. But like when I'm ready to go to other countries, I want to be Nightcrawler so I can just poof, pop up there. I want to transport, teleport, you know, remind. So you, you, so you would use your superpowers for leisure and not for to what? be actually productive. For leisure and not actually be productive. I already said earlier that I want everybody to have superpowers. So if that's what, not what you got, that ain't my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I mean, he could be productive. He could literally wake up five minutes before work, brush his teeth, put on his clothes, and, and be at work. What if I already. wanted to be, I could be Secretary of Transportation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I could poof, poof. You know, we could pay tax. Your taxes could be me tra- teleporting you three days a week. My taxes? I'm just saying, I could be. I'm saying, Secretary of Transportation. So, like your taxes, oh. I'd be like government oh. employee. I'm willing. Oh. I'm willing to contract. I'm willing to contract with rich people okay. to also make me rich. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll look. I'll fly y'all around the world for free. Y'all ain't got to get on. Why well, do that when I can teleport? Come see mm-hmm. me, people. The Am- the Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime. <laughs> but but <laughs> if you but if you want the scenic route, you'll take me and not teleport. But I can already fly because I'm Jean Grey plus Nightcrawler. Uh, okay, Jean Grey. Plus yeah, you're you're ba- you're Beta rank. I'm Alpha. Oh. That's so you're gonna be the most powerful. So you're gonna be the most powerful individual in the world, and you're going to just teleport. I want to. I want to be up there with with the elite. <laughs> These are all what from what movie? X-Men. This is Marvel X Men. Okay. So you trying to be an Illuminati? That's what you trying to say. Um, I, 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 he I, is I, the Illuminati. I want to say thank you. I am the Illuminati. <laughs> well, there's no moral of the story on this one. <laughs> so you too can submit your random side note at RND side note. We are located on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Again, it's at RND side note. We're also available on every major podcast platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Prime, or Amazon Music, or, or whatever they call it. Um, Pandora, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Audible, Audible. Um, I didn't know that until Akeem told me that the other day. <laughs> Audible, um, and also um, Listen Notes and and Overcast, and you know we also have our own web player at Captivate.fm. We would like to interact with you all. So make sure you're sending a uh, uh, hashtag and us at RND side note. Someone's manning the social media pages every single day at almost every moment of the day. We're definitely glad to hear from you. Mike, you survived a conversation with the Randall gang. How was it? It was good, man. I'm just glad I didn't do my fiance. That's it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I definitely like to meet your fiance. You were a very good addition to the conversation. Thank you. Akeem made a good choice. For once. Yeah, I'm trying to, try to represent for the... Uh, Whoa! He slid that shade in there. I was clapping for the shade, Akeem. I was clapping for the good choice. It was a really good choice. Thank you so much. D is still on vacation, but she should be back with us next week. Um, is will it'll be the first episode of the new year. Uh, D wishes you all a happy new year. She told me to tell you that today. Uh, and... No, speaking of that, we're we're not gonna go off. We're gonna give you your props. Uh, shout out to Dre for the really nice holiday uh, promos that we put out. I think you definitely deserve a hand clap for that. Those were very nice, very Thank nice you. touch. 
Thank you. I'll take that olive branch. <laughs> because that's Thank definitely you. what it was. Thank you for seeing what it was. <laughs> I know what it was. I, I saw that a mile away. Uh, <laughs> but thank you all. And thank you all for joining us. We hope you all have a very happy new year because um, we'll be seeing you on the other side of 2021. Any New Year's resolutions for anybody on the podcast? I will say, admittedly, I posted today, my New Year's resolution is to be consistent in my everyday life. So like routines, because I'll, I'll pick up routines and do them for like three weeks and then stop them. So like when I pick up routines, find a routine and trying to keep it for the year. Okay. I try not to make them because they'll be gone after January. So I don't do them. <laughs> I don't make them either. I, as I knock out goals throughout the year, I just replace it and mm-hmm. con- continuously do it. So it's the same every day for me. Y'all know me. I'm quick to say I got a five month plan. I'll I'll tell you in a minute. Five month plan, and I'm just go, like, and I just get it going, and then it's, yo, yeah, real talk. He def- he definitely takes it to the group the other day. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to find my plan for us. I got to find my plan. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Any uh, resolutions? No, man, just to stay happy and healthy, man. Just uh, hopefully get married this year. We'll see how that goes. I was about to say, yeah. I was about to say, my nigga, we, about, we definitely about to go on this man, special party. I'm ready for COVID to be over with, man. I just hope everyone... Happy the flower, girl. I, I just want to say... <laughs> I just want to say, Mick, don't be mad, but uh, and for the ladies listening to the podcast, it's going, the bachelor party about to be so lit. Oh my god. No. <laughs> I just want to say, man, I just I just I just hope everyone stay happy, healthy, and um continue to make smart decisions because COVID is not over. And uh just make sure that uh on January fifth in Georgia. Yes. And, uh, get let's uh get get this man up out the White House. That's it. Hey. That's it. Hey, what about you, Nick? <laughs> Any New Year's resolutions? No, I don't make a lot. I've been trying to lose, my New Year resolution was trying to lose weight for the last past 10 years, and it has not worked yet. So I don't make them anymore. Uh, where I'm like, A.B., you know, I, I, hey, if I check that also as an accomplishment, then hey, I'm going to move on to something else. But, you know, as of now, nah, I'm still you're that, you're that But it's okay. There. Uh-uh, because Akeem, Akeem <laughs> did it for me. Two something to do something, baby. Hey, 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 two something to do something. Two something to do something, On that note, on that note, this is Dre. Just because we fluffy don't mean we can't do nothing. <laughs> we out, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> y'all stay, stay blessed. Gang, gang. <laughs>